And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My very special guest today is Glennis McCants, master numerologist who has performed over 500,000 readings in 30 years. Glennis wrote her international best-selling book, Glennis Has Your Number, which has been translated into 20 different languages. And after successfully picking her husband by the numbers, she was inspired to write her second book, Love by Numbers. Well, actually, that's Love by the Numbers. She has been on 60 Minutes, The Today Show, Nightline, CBS's The Talk, The View, Entertainment, Tonight, The Dr. Phil Show, and Coast to Coast AM. Glennis, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Well, it's great to be here and I need to do a quick correction. 50,000 readings, 500,000 readings, not possible, but 50,000 readings is how many I've done, at least that in my career. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, Glennis, what pulled you into numerology in the first place? Well, let me say what it is for starters. Numerology itself is a science of numbers. It's 2,500 years old. Pythagoras was the creator of the system. And the belief is that everything in the universe has vibration. And so that is what resonated with me and how I found out about it. My heart was broken, you know, raised Irish Catholic. I had a first love. And I thought we were meant to be together forever, and we weren't, and I was heartbroken. So I went to what people told me was a psychic, but it turned out she was a numerologist. And she explained, Glennis, you're not missing him. He's actually toxic to your numerology. You're missing his mother and sister because they are a natural match to you. And that's why when you walk in their house, you feel like you belong there. And Right after that, I was out of pain. And I'm telling you, I mourned him for two years. But the minute I heard that, it resonated. So then I picked up a book on numerology. And I never finished reading a book, Jeff, on numerology. I wrote books on it. But what I did learn was the basics, one through nine. And I could read anybody. Like, that was just me from the beginning. And that's when I realized this is God-given. Like, this was something big for me. Do you think there are any secrets behind it? Like being born on specific days. Absolutely. I think, I mean, that's all I do. If I hear a story on the news, I will guess the numbers and then I'll run to the internet, do the research. And sure enough, that is the number. So I'll give you an example. What we just went through, the whole submarine, the subversive, this horrible tragedy where they were going down to look at the Titanic and evidently it exploded or imploded, whatever they call it. So I looked up the CEO, the guy in charge, and I thought, well, he has to be a seven because sevens in numerology are obsessed with the ocean. Like they love nature, the ocean, the mountains, the plants, the flowers. Sure enough, I look him up, he's a seven life path. He's born on a four day, which is seeking knowledge. And he had a seven attitude number. Well, what that means, Jeff, it put him in a cycle of five. Personal year, five is dramatic. Five is when things are a little out of control. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, nothing could be more shocking and dramatic than what happened to him. But that's what I do. So, yeah, numbers tell the tale. Mm. I don't know what your personal beliefs are, but we talk a lot about reincarnation here on the podcast. Uh -huh. So we also talk about people choosing their lives before they're born. 
And if that resonates with you, do you believe that people even choose their birth dates specifically before they're born? No, I believe when we're born, we come through, it's called a, a tone. We come through with a certain sound. And when we meet people who are like compatible or naturally matched to us, it resonates, like we feel good together. If you meet someone who's toxic to you, it's a challenge energy. And what I teach is I teach overcome it like how do i get along with everyone right mm -hmm. even if an energy is difficult for me what do i do about it however i have always made the joke back in the day because my background is comedy i used to say you know they say you pick your parents before you get here right i said i was so focused on my mother i forgot to check to see who she married <laughs> that's great but uh, the good news is that was true in my 20s my dad became my best friend you know be, year, for years and years like 20 30 years before he passed away but it was a good joke because i do think there's something to that jeff i also believe in genetic memory i think when you're born you come through with all the information that is in the history of your family. And that's why sometimes you can go to another country and say, whoa, why do I feel like I've been here? Why is this so familiar? I believe that's in your body and it's in your history. Mm, that's amazing. So what exactly is a life path number? So the life path number, I call it the most important number because it's your full date of birth reduced to one digit. And what it is, now I, I should jump in to say there's a thing about master numbers because people who follow me always say, well, what about the master number? Those are numbers like born the 11th, born the 22nd. If you have the 33 before your life path becomes a six, then that's something I also cover, right? And it's just high frequency. But keeping it simple, we all have a life path number. So I have your date of birth. Uh, and when I break this birthday down, Technically, it is a seven. Right. So isn't that interesting? So that automatically brings me to you seeking knowledge. You know, the seven is who am I? What am I? Why am I here? Don't you ask questions all the time in that mind of yours, Jeff? Exactly. Right? right. You never stop. And that's why. So that that's a part of you. But also, I notice you're born the 21st. Two plus one is three. Well, that's a party that can be very silly. You're like a little kid for the rest of your life. You know, you love a good sense of humor. If someone's funny, you'll laugh the hardest, right? And if it gets too serious, you're like, we better find the funny. It's getting too intense. So the day you're born is how we appear. So your appearance is the three, you know, this fun, friendly guy. But behind it is the seven, and that's who you really are, your life path. You're an observer. You take in the information. You don't need a ton of attention. The seven is the one who always, uh, they're the directors. They're the ones who win for best picture, right? They're, they're the ones who can step back to let other people shine, which is exactly what you do in this instance. So isn't that powerful? Because that's your energy. That's amazing. What about yeah. the time you're born? I know that matters in astrology, but does it matter in numerology as well? No. I mean, and what I mean by that is, hey, when you're born, that's still energy, right? You can say what time you're born, you can break it down. But what I teach people to do, the reason I've done thousands of readings and my books sold over a million copies when you combine Love by the Numbers, Glennis has your number. The reason they work is I keep it simple. And the minute you're adding all numbers, like some people get crazy about a license plate, which by the way, I'm one of them, but your home address matters. Everything has vibration, but I don't want you going crazy. So no, 
what time you're born does not affect this numerology blueprint that I'm talking about. But I will say the birth certificate name that you're born gives you a destiny number. And that's extremely important because destiny means something you must accomplish before you leave the planet. Hmm, that's interesting. I was just going to ask you, do people consult with you to, for choosing their baby's names? It's my, one of my absolute favorite things to do. You know, I'm considered celebrity numerologist Glennis McCants because I have a lot of celebrities that reach out to me and when they're pregnant, they want me to help name the baby by the numbers. And this is to ensure that there's compatibility in the family. That's mm. what I help them do. And it's, it's so much fun for me to look at like the husband, the wife or the partners, you know, it could be anybody, but I'm looking at who's gonna have this baby, right? Who's gonna raise that baby? And then I look to find a way, how do we come up with a name that's compatible? And I always let the parents pick. Like I say, hey, pick different ways you want a name. I'll run the numbers and let you know the best one for your family. And then one of my favorite examples, Lisa Gibbons. She's a talk show host, The Lisa Show. Mm -hmm. She was actually the last one to win The Apprentice, right? Donald Trump's The Apprentice. And it's so funny. She was pregnant. And I was on the show, that's when I, it all began for me, 1996, 97. And I told her what was gonna happen with that baby. I described the baby to a T. Now that baby's what, 25? And she'll and say, Glennis, everything you said is exactly who he is today. So what fun it is for me to get the feedback later, right? Because mm -hmm. when you give a projection or talk energy, sometimes it takes time for it to happen but i can see the numbers i can see what's going on right when i look at the numbers and study them how were you able to find your spouse through numerology so in the case of the amazing charlie youngblood mm -hmm. first of all i love his name it's charles saint denny youngblood how do you not love that name so i literally did the dating site you know i said numerologist looking for a man who's really got my number mm -hmm. and men responded but i was running numbers Oh, and I made it clear. I said, look, I'm a numerologist. I need your birthday. <laughs> well, I will say a fast thing. One guy lied. He lied about the year he was born. And I dated him first. And the whole time I was with him, I'm like, why does this feel so wrong? Why, when the numbers should be compatible, does he feel toxic? And then a couple weeks in, he told the truth. And sure enough, he was toxic to me and numerology. And I was kind enough to stay friends. I mean, we ended up being friends for years and years and years. But I kept looking and that's where Charlie came in. Uh, and so, yeah, I picked him by the numbers. Uh, we dated, I knew I was in love. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> I put this little folder on my desktop and I said, my husband, my future husband. So when, we, when he first came into my house, I had to hide that folder. <laughs> I didn't want to scare him, right? Because mm -hmm. I knew if he saw it, he'd be like, oh my gosh, what do we got here, a stalker? But it was magic from the beginning and now, We've been together 20 years, 20 years, dated for two, married for 18, and I'm crazy about that boy to this minute. So what makes it exciting for me, Jeff, is I am proof of what I preach, right? I ran numbers, I found them, and that's why I say we live on a planet with billions of people. We all deserve love, and it is possible to find good love by the numbers. So how did you do it? I mean, are you just simply matching life path numbers or do you've got to also match master numbers and destiny okay, numbers? There's a lot going on. Here's how it goes. There are three numbers in the birth date. There are three numbers 
in the name you go by, right? So this would be the daily name, like what we go by. I always say Marilyn Monroe was famous, Norma Jean was not, right? That was right. the name she went by and what she became. So you run the name the person's going by today, you take the full date of birth, it's called a numerology blueprint of who they are. So what do we get from that? We get the soul number, we get the personality number, we get the power name number. And what that means, by the way, is just the power of the name you were given. And then the day you're born is birthday number, how you appear. The full date is life path number, all about that life purpose. And then the month and day reduced to one digit is our attitude number. So when I look at that blueprint, that's giving me a, me a lot of insight. But as a couple, I also want to see that birth certificate name to look up the destiny number. Because if the destiny number is in conflict if, with this couple, that means later in life it could be a problem. So I'm doing all the research before I have an opinion. Mm -hmm. And I ran Charlie's number and I nailed it. That's great. I don't know if somebody's done this yet, but if somebody put this all together in a dating website, it would be amazing. Well, that's that's all, what I do. I mean, the, when I have clients who run their charts, we have the numerology blueprint. Are we soulmates is what it's called. They go to numbersetty.com, put it in the database, come back, yes or no, is it good for you or not? Are we compatible or aren't we? So I already have it set up that way and I actually I'm working on something to make it even more for one person has their name in there and they can run not just love but business you know we deal with people in business and you want to know should i work with this person or is it going to blow up when you talk about people say well we became partners and then it turned out he stole all the money <laughs> i laugh now because we can disconnect from it but it's the worst thing that can happen and it's numbers i can see in the numbers well that person let's say they had four toxic numbers out of six you didn't know them you thought you did and you didn't. So yeah, I can help you avoid the mistakes down the line. Now, when you're saying toxic numbers, I'm assuming you're meaning that just their number is not compatible with yours. It's a two-way street. If their number is not compatible with yours, yours is not compatible to them either. Right. See, these numbers, and I should say this quickly because we talked about life path. We only talked about yours. I'm gonna say something very simple. And I'm also going to invite them, numberslady.com, if they click on numbers on the menu, they can look up their life path number where I define it. But I'll do it quickly. Mm -hmm. I said you were seven. Right. So let's say you take the full date of birth, reduce it to one digit, and you're a one. The one is independent, self-motivated. They don't want to be controlled by anyone. Okay, that's the first thing. And because they're critical of themselves, they can be critical of others. The two life path. Ultimately, peacemaker, mediator, they don't want conflict. They tend to be somewhat psychic. You know, they're, they're the empaths. You know, they have to be careful how much they feel. The shadow side is being the terrible too, right? When they get upset, they look, I call it romper room. They look silly <laughs> because it's not their nature. They don't want to be angry. Uh, the number three, communicator, uh, natural comedian. Now, I am, I am a three. I'm double three energy. So it means communication is easy for me. But it's common for a three to be a counselor. Giving advice is not hard for them. And sense of humor. I said you were born on a three day. If it gets too heavy, Jeff, you've got to find a way to laugh. And that would also tell me you enjoy comedy. If it's well done, you're a good audience. Mm -hmm. That's why. The number four seeks knowledge. They need to learn. But once they learn, they want to show you how to do it. They want you to learn from them. So respecting that matters to them. The number five 
Freedom Fun Adventure. You do not control a five. I And I, yes, I always say a five is like a cat because if you come onto a cat, the cat's out the door. <laughs> the key to get a cat to love you is to ignore the cat. The cat will come around. How you doing? That's a five. And if they travel, good idea because when they're on a new adventure, they're happy. The number six, sixes technically should be in charge. Like they're the ones who should manage because they're obsessed with quality. Like they want things to be done a certain way, very opinionated. And their fear is if they don't do it, it won't get done. So sometimes they're accused of being a control freak, but I know for a fact that's not where they're coming from. They just wanna make sure everything goes smoothly. And, and they're afraid if, if they don't, you won't. So that's a six, they're magnetic. Walk in a room, you'll notice a six. The seven life path, I say, this is true for both, male or female mystery, you never know the whole story. So Jeff, you said you have your partner, right? Mm -hmm. Mara, and I would say, you're a mystery man. I don't know what her numbers are, but there are times you will go quiet. The seven has to do that. And the seven, although can be social, also needs to be by themselves, to decompress, you know, go in the other room and just maybe jump on your computer, whatever it is you need, you need stuff. And also I always suggest meditation, affirmations, anything to just calm your mind down because the seven has too many ideas going at all times. The eight life path. Eights are, what I teach them is watch what flies out of their mouth. They're very blunt. So sometimes they'll say the wrong thing, like especially if they care about someone, when that person gets hurt, they actually feel bad afterwards. So that wasn't their intention, but they're direct, they're strong, and on the positive, they're business-minded. Like think Martha Stewart, you know, look how much. Sandra Bullock, uh, Matt Damon, they're all not just actor, performer, whatever, they get behind the scenes and go, how do we kick it up a notch? What, but again, they have to watch what they say because it, it's what can blow up what otherwise could have been successful. And they, they pride themselves. It's an appearance thing, trying to look their best. If you meet an eight life path that does not look good, that means they have fallen into the shadow side of energy. And it's sad because you, you don't want that for them. You want them to feel their best. And they love beauty, beautiful things like a diamond, a happy, pretty diamond. The number nine. Nine, because one is the beginning, Jeff, that's like the beginning in numerology. Nine is considered the number of completion. It is an old soul energy. And the thing about a nine, that again, they must overcome issues from the past. If they got hurt as a kid, like maybe mom and dad didn't do a good job, it's hard for them to get over it. So I teach them to be in the moment, right? And you know, just find your way back to today because when we get depressed, it's about yesterday or worrying about tomorrow. And, but I wanna say something, because so, I've heard some people out there say, well, how, why do you say they're humanitarians? Well, let's go simple. Mother Teresa, nine. Yogananda, nine. And there's another powerful leader, many powerful leaders are nines, because why? They're, they don't necessarily want to lead, people go to them, people trust them. So Jeff, if you meet someone at a department store, they're like, hey, can you help me find something? It's the nine who ends up helping. Wow. <laughs> the nine always feels a little obligated, like I don't want to let you down. So I say they have a gift of winging it. They pull it off and they don't even know how they did it. So those are your basic numbers. And then saying quickly about master number, 11, 22, 33, I call that high frequency, but you cannot live there. And that's why I say 11 slash two, 
22-4-33-6, because that one number is very much a part of you as well. But when you're in performance, when you're doing something that matters, you're living in a high-frequency vibration, here to master something in your life. There you go. Do up-and-coming actors ever seek you out to create a stage name for them? I get seeked out constantly from people who want to change their name to see if it makes their life better. And certainly I've had actors, but I've had politicians. I've had uh, all walks of life track me down. And how about this? Should you take his name? If you'll notice, I said I'm madly in love with Charlie Youngblood. I did yeah. not say I'm Glennis Youngblood. I'm Glennis McCants. Had I taken on his name, it would have given us challenges in the relationship we didn't have. And as I say, if it's not broke, you don't fix it. So yes, I am constantly helping people alter names to make it better, if possible. What about choosing things like wedding dates? Yes, that again is one of my favorite things to do. So how that works, each day has three numbers in it. Like the month and day has something, the actual day, the full day, just like of someone who was born, right? And, and, and a wedding is a new beginning, is it not? That is like giving birth to something. You've come together and say, we are now one. We're going for this. So yes, I study the blueprints of the people getting married. And then I look at the dates and help them pick the very best date in numerology. What if you meet somebody and you're not able to get their, all their, you know, their numbers, their birth dates and everything, and all you've gotten is a first name? Is that... Well, the good news, yeah, Jeff, there is good news about that. You do, you can learn just a little bit about someone. And what it is, is that first vowel in their name tells you something. So A-E-I-O-U, right? When you look, let's say in your case, Jeff, that's an E. Well, E is five. What does that mean? What did I say? Never a dull moment. Want to stay a little busy. Natural detective digging for truth. Uh, that would be energy you would want to take out to have maybe some dinner and have a good conversation because it's a light. Five energy is someone, I call them celebrators of life because they are. There you go. So, but there's one more thing to make a note of, and this is common. When you see that, that's the first thing you learn and then pay attention to what they talk about right? Are they dwelling on some stuff that they're upset with? Every time they turn around, things are messed up. Make a note of that. But otherwise, if they're just fun and uh, they have stuff to tell you, but they're also intrigued, that's wonderful energy. So that's E. So A-E-I-O-U. So we got an A. Let's say Sarah. That A energy is one. And one means striving to be the best. So when I hire people, it's not uncommon, Jeff, for me to pick them with having energy that's the one, right? Because I know they're going to work hard, but they need praise. If you, listen, you talk wrong with A energy, they're going to rebel. So here's an example. If I say I'm in the car and I say to that person, hey, go left, but they don't like the way I said it, they go right. Right. So if you make a note of A energy, you can find ways to talk to them, right? Hey, you're doing a great job, but could you do blank? They're good. So that's A. So A, E, I, I. Now, I is nine. Whenever I see I is the first vowel, first thing I want to know is about the family. How's it going? You know, tell me about your past. Not uncommon that they'll say, well, I was adopted. Or they'll say, you know, my dad wasn't there for me. Or my mother was really critical. Not uncommon. Or... My, my family is my world. I do everything for them. So again, it's a conversation starter, isn't it? 
because you're learning something. So A-E-I-O. O. This is a six energy. That's a parent energy. So I think like Bob, Joe. But my favorite example, Oprah. Look at the size of that O. (laughs) Well, O is a nurturer. And so Oprah didn't have kids, but watch her with her dogs. Those dogs are her babies. And that's common, too, for the six. But she also mothers everybody, right? When she wants to help everybody, that's the O energy. So A-E-I-O-U. You, I really love because it's a three. So my example that pops to my mind is Julia Roberts, because Julia is known for her laugh, right? When she laughs, it's contagious. That's the you. So you see it in their face. It's a smile, eyes, voice. It's there, and it's coming from you energy. And the only exception is the why. You know how it says, and sometimes why? So where that's coming from, if there is no, like the first vowel happens to be, there's no vowel, and all of a sudden you see a Y. If the Y is between two consonants, like Glennis, the L-Y-N. So that Y matters. That's my first one, and it's a seven. So as you, if you've watched my work or heard me, Jeff, you know I'm a communicator. But I also must be an observer, or how the heck have I done all the research? That is my seven, and it's in my name, Glennis. So if you meet me, you make a note and go, oh, that person has a seven, so I don't know their whole story. No matter what they're presenting, there's mystery. Can we talk a little bit about house shopping? So what if a person finds a house, they think it's an amazing deal, they love the house, but the numbers don't add up? Do they still pass? Well, look, ideally, I want you to move into a house that's considered compatible to you. And I'm going to jump in to say, Glennis has your number and Love by the Numbers cover this uh, subject because it's so important. When you pick a house energy, if it's a challenge to you, it can end up being a problem. So I encourage people to find energy that's already compatible to them. But let's say they live there, they're stuck, right? They can't move, they don't have the money. Well, then I help them alter energy. And that means you could put a number on the inside of the door to change it. Hmm. So for me, I live in a house of seven. Well, I love the house of seven in that it's a spiritual thing. Like that's one part of it as well, that it helps you think as a writer, it encourages you to write, but it's not necessarily good for a relationship. And when I moved in, when Charlie wasn't in the same room with me, I couldn't feel him. I'm like, what is this? Unless I saw him. So I did, I altered it. I picked up energy, turned it into a house of two. What two promotes partnership, and I swear, within days, because it didn't happen the second I put it on, but within about three or four days, no matter where he was, I just felt him. I felt like he was there. I wasn't alone. So yes, you can alter home energy, but I strongly encourage you to pick the right energy from the gate if you can. So what else matters besides the address, like the city or country? So yeah, it does. You know, I cannot get over it. And and remember what I said, Jeff, Here I am, someone who's written the books on it, but I research energy every single day. And what I've noticed, like when you live, if you think that numerology is an onion, it has many layers. So the country you live in, is it compatible to you or not? The city you live in, is it compatible to you or not? And then as an onion, when you get into that home energy, you really want it to be compatible, right? Because it's the closest to you. And if you live in an apartment complex, that apartment number is coming into the house. That's why you pay attention to it. But what I've noticed when people live in a city 
and maybe even a state that's not compatible to them, they often have health issues. And I believe that's because they're internalizing. You know, it's like if, if life feels frustrating, you know, and things don't work out for you and you can't quite get the job or the relationship you're in, you thought you knew them and you were blindsided, what we don't deal with mentally can eventually attack us physically. So that's why it matters, you know? And sometimes we have to go there temporarily. Someone will say, Glennis, you know, I have to go for a job. I have to go to Switzerland for one year. And I look at the energy, it's not compatible. I give them advice on how to deal with what makes it not compatible. And then I make sure that they alter the energy of what they're living in to make it even better, you know, because it, I personally cannot get over. It's just like astrologers, right? There are astrologers who are all about location, aren't they? They talk about the area where you want to move. This is not good for you. You shouldn't do it. Energy is in the name. So your state, the city, the country, it really matters. And I, I drive that home because, hey, if you've got your life ahead of you and you're like, I just want to do it right, then do it right by the numbers. Why not? Use it as a wonderful tool to ease your life. And if you accidentally fall into something that's a challenge to you, learn the information to counteract it so that you can still be happy. Earlier, you mentioned affirmations, and I think you're really into it. Can you give us some examples of your favorite ones? <laughs> well, let me say, numerology and affirmations have been in my life the exact amount of time, okay? So when I said I was 19, yes, I picked up You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay and looked into affirmations. And then at this point, I've mastered affirmations. I offer them on all subjects. If you're having trouble with money, if you're having trouble with your health, you know, whatever's going on with you, I have wonderful stuff to help you heal. So what would I say one of my favorite ones to do? Because when I get in my car, Jeff, my mind automatically starts doing the Rolodex. Like, what are you thinking? What, what affirmation are you going to do? And I would say going to just one that covers all three. If I say abundance is my divine right, I'm healthy, wealthy, and loved. Abundance is my divine right. I'm healthy, wealthy, and loved. That's a beautiful affirmation. And when you start affirming it and you say it loud, and I say 15 minutes a day, which by the way, works out to about 200 times a day, you get results. Things open up for you. So that's just one affirmation, but it's one that I use a lot. But it depends on what's going on with you. You know, um, Sometimes people have money issues, right? Mm. They're so afraid. Like they even have money in the bank, but they're afraid they're going to be broke when they get older. I have them do affirmations daily for their prosperity, right? My financial opportunities are boundless and the universe supports me completely. My financial opportunities are boundless and the universe supports me completely. When they do that, they bring it in. And I have the best stories every week of emails validating my affirmations. When you're saying those, do you add emotion to it and try to feel it? Well, here's what happens. Some people, they'll say, gosh, Glennis, you know, I was doing it, but all of a sudden I, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, right? It wasn't resonating. What I say is you go louder because, you know, your subconscious is stubborn. You can consciously say anything you want, but if your subconscious doesn't believe it, it's not going to happen. So what happens is, let's say I'm doing it for a while and I'm like, wow, I'm, not, I'm phoning it in. 
Then I go louder. I say it with conviction and suddenly it clicks. And I'm like, okay, I'm back in it. I'm listening. I can hear it. And coming from a family of 13, counting mom and dad, right? I'm number nine out of 11 kids. Imagine there wasn't a ton of money in my family. I mean, that's a big family. But I, the affirmation queen from the beginning, 19 years old, I manifested the life I have because I knew I could. And that's how I did it. What about people who see repeating numbers like 111, 222, and things like that? Well, some people call it, right, they talk about angel numbers, right? They'll say it's angel numbers. But for me, it's a message. And it's not just a message. It's talking to you. So example, if you see 555, well, what is that? First five means no dull moments. So maybe your life is boring. Maybe you're not even going outside. The pandemic really did a number on all of us, no pun intended. It really screwed us up in a bizarre way. Even if you succeeded, even if things took off for you, it still was not normal. You know, it was like there was an unnatural pause to our life. So the 555 says, come on, what are you doing? Are you having fun? Are you going out and playing? Have you not seen your friends in a long time? Reach out to them. How are you doing with your partner? That's the first thought. Then when you take the full thing, five plus five plus five, reduce it to one digit, it's a six. So the six energy means, again, maybe reaching out to family, right? Connecting with those you love. And also the five reminds you, if your life has become too much drama, stop it. You know what I have found with five energy? If they stay stuck in one space for too long, it's not healthy. They need to get out of their environment. When they go on a trip, it's so good for them. So that the 555 could also be reminding you, are you going to take a little trip? You're going to go away for the weekend? Do something. That's what it is. So numbers talk to us. Every energy has a message. And I cover that in my books. One thing I personally see very often is my birthday on a clock. I see 521 like all the time. Yes. So when you see your birthday, it's checking in with you. It's saying, are you on the right path? Are you fulfilling the dream? Didn't you have a goal? Are you achieving it? So I find when that shows up a lot, it is a real message to me. It's like I have to stop and confirm what's going on in my life, right? Am, am I happy? And if you're not, it's giving you permission to find you're happy. It's like reminding you, hey, I see you. It's like saying the universe is saying, hi, Jeff, checking in. And you're ignoring me, Jeff, so I'm gonna, I'll am gonna show up tomorrow too. I'll keep showing up until you do something mm-hmm. and shift it. And then I find when I'm on track doing great, I don't see my birthday. But if I do see the birth number, I smile and go, yep, I'm on it. I'm on it. Thanks for checking in. I'll tell you this. The only other number that I see quite often, and I almost wonder if that means, you know, be prepared. Maybe something bad is going to happen is I see on the clock 9-11. Yeah. So 9-11 is actually not considered negative, but it's a reminder. You know, the, the fact that that number has turned into something so much more, I have found People see 9-11 more than they ever used to. So you know what I see it as? Today is all you have. Tomorrow is promised to no one. So what are you doing with today? That's what I see. Sometimes we get lazy. We don't mean to, right? It's not that we're not busy, but maybe there's something we were supposed to get done and months are passing, 
When you see 9-11, it says, don't you dare let today pass. Do something towards that goal. Get back on track because it's a gift to be here today, 9-11. Can you tell us about the world number and what's going on with that? Yes. So here we are, 2023, and you break it down. Two plus zero plus two plus three is seven. What I said before this year happened, it was last year I was on Coast to Coast with George Norrie, and I said, you know, this is the year where Mother Nature is going to show her face, and you're not going to be able to ignore her. Well, you've witnessed it. We all have, Jeff, record-breaking problems with what's happening out there, whether it's flooding in New Zealand, New Zealand when it normally doesn't, or the way Canada, the fire didn't just happen. It looked like it was going to burn all of Canada. It's been extreme. So that's a part of this year's energy, and I saw it before it began. And, of course, every day we come up with something. Example, here in California, it was cold and ugly for 40 days in June. (laughs) We're supposed to be known for the sun. The sun was gone. It didn't come here for 40 days. So yeah, pay attention to that. The other thing about seven energy, that is a time for all of us to look again. How are you doing inside? What's going on with that inner dialogue? You know, sometimes we become so self-critical, it can get us sick, right? You know, what we Mm -hmm. don't deal with mentally can attack us physically. Well, that's what it is. So this is a year to have a better relationship within yourself, you know? and also seeking answers and getting the truth. People who are working on that spiritual side this year, they get a breakthrough, no matter who they are, by year's end. Glennis, I noticed that you have a YouTube channel. What is the name and what kind of content are you posting there? Okay, so it's Glennis McCants, the numbers lady. So if they type Glennis, G-L-Y-N-I-S, McCants, M-C-C-A-N-T-S, and it's the at symbol is at Glennis has your number. But when they go there, I show you your life path number. I talk about your name energy. What does that mean? So I offer a lot of information on numerology. But what I also do, because I only recently decided to, you know, really jump into my YouTube channel. But what I also do is have live YouTube events. And what that means is you can come on in, submit your question in the newsfeed, and I answer it by the numbers. So it's really exciting. Like if people feel a little depressed or they have an answer, a question, I can help them. And it's all in real time. So that is what I do on that YouTube channel. Do you have a schedule for that? Like every Friday night or something? No, you know what? That is exactly what we're working on because I've actually decided I want to do it more into a show of what I do. Because my favorite thing, obviously hot topics is my specialty. But also helping, let's say, a mother and daughter who don't get along by the numbers, counseling them in real time when they see both of us. So it's like on Zoom, but you see me talking to them and we have some resolution. And then in the end, those live quick reads. So that is something I'm going to start doing. And that'll end up being weekly. Yes, it will. Besides besides YouTube, what else do you have going on that you want people to know about? Well, I also, as you can imagine, teach numerology. (laughs) And I do this thing like what's coming up. I'm doing something on the 15th of July and it's gonna be online, online numerology roundtable. So again, I will discuss hot topics, but each person in this class gets a guaranteed answer to one question. So that means they'll watch it. Like I'll give a numerology worksheet so they can watch how I do that numerology breakdown. And what they do, Jeff, is they watch the numbers come to life. 
So if you're someone who wants to study numbers, this is a great way to study because you watch me answer and you watch the response to my answer in real time. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm doing on July 15th. It's Saturday from one to four. So it's a three hour class. And I say to people, if they can't make the class, but they sign up in time, they'll get a copy of the class so they can still refer to it with the worksheet and they still get an answer to their questions. So it's pretty exciting. The other thing I'm working on, I have to actually keep a secret because you know on YouTube, people listen and then they try to beat me to my own punch. Mm. So I do have something exciting happening that's gonna happen before year's end that's gonna help people understand numerology even better. Are you also on Instagram and TikTok? Yeah, well, not TikTok. I, um, I have concerns about the Chinese uh, lack of privacy. You know, they, mm. all I read about is the level of invasion of privacy. I love TikTok. I love the dancing. I am a girl who loves to dance. Mm. And I, I told you my background's comedy. You could imagine my commentary daily. But for now, I, what I did do was move to Instagram just recently. It was like March 20th, I made that decision because Twitter had changed in a way I, I didn't anticipate. As we know, we have a new owner, right? Someone took over, right. name, uh, Elon, he'd love that if I said Eileen Musk, <laughs> no, Elon. He took over and he really opened the door to a lot of stuff that's not high vibration. And what I mean is like, if someone can say, the n-word right and just comfortably say it or be anti-semitic that's not why i'm here i'm here to motivate and uplift other people so facebook is big my glennis mccann's facebook we have over 33,000 people there and i do do live events there as well and thoughts for the day instagram and facebook i give you stuff to inspire and motivate you daily that's fantastic Let's talk a little bit about your books. How did you yeah. come up with the title, Glennis Has Your Number? Okay, uh, Jeff, dare I say, excellent question. Okay, here's what happened. So I told you I picked up books on numerology, but I never finished the book because I felt it was too, it, it was not, it was general. It was not specific. So it'd be like, you're a three life path. You're tall, you're short, you're fat, you're thin. I'm like, okay, what's wrong with this picture? There were some obviously definitions that made sense, right? Or I wouldn't have done it at all. But the, the level of it being not quite correct made me go on my own mission where I was like, okay, I'm gonna run numbers. I'm gonna study people. So as I stated, background, stand-up comedy, I would be on stage and then I would do numbers, but I would add a punchline. So I'd be like, let's say I'd read someone say, oh, you're one life path. You know, you're motivated, blah, blah. But suddenly it's a full moon and you disappear. And then you wake up in a crowded bed and say, so where are you guys all from? Right? <laughs> the audience would go berserk. But the person next to them would be like, but that's her. She really is like that, besides the punchline. So I literally was doing the reads with my audience in Las Vegas, all the shows that I did. And then I noticed patterns that I'd never read in a book. No one else said it. So when I say Pythagoras, is absolutely the creator of the system I use. I felt it was extremely important when I found some conclusions that were not in a book. I thought, well, that's when you write one. And that's when I said, Glynis has your number. Because it was stuff that I found, my observation of the seven, the eight, the three, the one, and it was through reading people. And that's how that first one began. Now, Glynis has your number is a book, I call it like a buffet 
because it has a little bit of everything, right? It's like name your baby, uh, picking your business name, where are you gonna live? It's all in there. And then learning about you, your numerology blueprint. But then when I got with Mr. Charlie Youngblood and fell so much in love, I thought I need to write a book about love. So I went very specific, love by the numbers. And I wrote a book that when you read it and you find out your pros and your cons, it's so accurate. And of course, I have people out there who use those books in their counseling, right? Here, they're counseling a couple, but they're running the numbers real quick and love by the numbers first because they, they want to see what's going on and then they do their counseling. So it is wonderful. One of my favorite chapters in that book is what turns you on and what turns you off. And I got these beautiful stories, like a one was explaining, oh, here's what I love about a partner. Here's what I hate. And these were so dead on accurate. And I'll never forget the publisher said, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're getting stories from them, but who's to say it's true? I'm like, well, I'm the numbers lady. So I guess that's me. And then of course they were, and people love that chapter, but yeah, it covers everything. And people say, well, Glynis, is it only for love relationships? No, 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 no. You want some heads up on people you work with? You can run that blueprint because these books, Jeff, Glynis such a number, love by the number, they're standalone books. They're not the same. I deliberately gave you more information. It's been incredibly exciting for me to set this up so anyone can pick up the book and gain some insights that they did not have before. I'm assuming you can find your books on Amazon, but do you also make audible versions? Because I think it would be great to hear the book in your voice. That's exactly what I'm doing as we speak. Okay, so I did Love by the Numbers, that book. And it's, it's beautiful, but because I did not go into a studio, like I have equipment and my voice, my, my voice is my gift. I, you know, radio broadcasting, I got a license long ago. So my sound, I'm very aware of that. But because I'm a perfectionist, the book Love by the Numbers, it's nine hours and 40 minutes. It's wow. not short. And so anything wrong became my obsession, right? But now, proudly, I, I did it all. It's perfect. Now I'm going through the final chapter just to make the, sure there's nothing weird. And then we will upload it. It'll end up on Audible Books and also be available on my website. So yeah, and then of, of course I wanna get my rights to Glennis has your number and do the same thing. So this will be very exciting and it will be released in the summer because I firmly believe this is a good time of year for you to read. You know, it's a good time to just get some information you don't have because if you're feeling depre uh, depleted or depressed, it's because you need new information and you might be hanging out with a bunch of toxic people who shoot you down. Like when you have a great idea and you're put down for it, clearly that's a toxic number and you should run it. And then you won't take it personally, Jeff. That's my thing. I mean, you know, I deal with thousands of people. They're not all perfectly compatible, but I make a note. I'm like, oh, okay, that person's a six. Oh, that's an eight. I just get ready for it. And then I can communicate in a new way so that they can hear me. I personally like to collect autographed books. Do you offer that on your website? I do autograph books when people do call and ask for them, yes. All right. Yes, so all you do, like you'd purchase a book, shoot an email, I'd love this to be autographed and I would do that. So is there a next book coming? There absolutely is. And it's one I'm extremely excited about. Not gonna give away title of what it is, but the minute 
it is ready. I promise to track you down so we can walk through it. I will be yeah. looking and forward to it. And just know this, when you talked about me, affirmations is about healing, right? I want to tell a quick story about that. Louise Hay, who wrote You Can Heal Your Life, and by the way, I was blessed. We became buddies. We got to be friends like the last 15 years of her life because I ended up doing her uh, events. She was, she, I'm in awe of Louise. I always will be. But here's what happened. When she was in her 50s, she got sick. She went to the doctor and they're like, oh, you have terminal cancer. First of all, no one should ever talk like that to a human being because we're very sensitive. And we've already watched people who were told, you have terminal cancer, who overcame it? So Louise is like, okay, thank you for sharing. And they're like, no, now you're gonna have to do chemo, this and that. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna take a time out. I'm gonna come back. I'll, I'm just taking some time. Well, she went through her whole process. What's going on with my body? She'd been through a bad divorce. I believe the husband cheated on her, broke her heart. She'd been molested as a child. She'd kept a lot of things inside her. And then she did this whole forgiveness process and went to this very peaceful place. And it was like a few months later when she went back, they could not find the cancer in her body. It was gone. So that is why when I do numerologies, uh, excuse me, affirmations for my people, with, with my clients and my books, in both books, you'll see affirmations to overcome what's been planted, that seed that's been planted in our head. And so that's a part of the new book and just some powerful stuff to help people understand how was it that maybe in my 20s, I was happy. I loved my life. Now I'm in my 30s, I'm miserable. I don't even wanna go on. How did that happen? And more importantly, is there a way to find my way back to being happy? And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's great. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Yes. Okay. So I am going to remind people what they don't realize. When the, the year 2000 happened, the whole beginning of new energy, the 1900s was based on me, meaning selfish it's about me. And that's why you think about the 80s with the money and everything. People are about, look at what I have. Now, ironically, we now live in a decade where it talks about selfies, right? Doesn't, doesn't a selfie seem self-centered? But I personally believe that's going to shift again because it's, it's just been saturated and it hasn't helped people. So I'm telling you the number two, when you break it down, 2000, two plus zero plus zero plus zero is two. Well, it's, it's a child that was born that's continuing to grow. So now that child's 23 years old. Well, two plus three is five. So maybe there's some drama here, which we're feeling, but it doesn't last. It means the more we move into this, the more we actually care about each other. I see it. I see us bonding more. This whole division, like in our country, it's an illusion. It's a rabbit hole. You know, the more we figure out what the heck does that mean? How did I fall into this? Why are those headlines coming to me? Never click on headlines that come to you. If you're curious, don't click on it. Just look it up on Google, see what's happening if you need to. But this is not going to sustain itself, Jeff. We are eventually gonna to get to the point of, you matter, I matter. If you're in trouble, so am I. What can I do to help you? And the more we focus on that in our own community, the more we heal this planet. So I see it happening and that brings me joy and makes me excited for everyone's future. Glennis, thank you for that message and thank you for being my guest. It was my pleasure. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. 
I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.